listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. It's a new week here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on our Facebook page at I Love Old Time Radio. Send feedback via our contact form on our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com. If you enjoyed this program, please consider supporting us by joining the Vintage Radio Club. All Vintage Radio Club members get access to our Saturday program in which we present shows that are longer than our half-hour podcast which feature productions from Lux Radio Theater and Mercury Theater on the Air and more. If you join us on our Patreon page, you get more features like an exclusive I Love Old Time Radio sticker, access to our ad-free podcast, and more. Visit iloveoldtimeradio.com forward slash support for more details. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday each day with a different theme. Mondays, the Green Hornet hunts down the biggest of all game, public enemies who try to destroy our America. This episode originally aired on July 27th, 1939, and it's called Murder by Accident. The Green Hornet. He hunts the biggest of all game, public enemies that even the G-Men cannot reach. The Green Hornet. Faithful valet Cato, Britt Reed, daring young publisher, matches wits with the underworld, risking his life that criminals and racketeers within the law may feel its weight by the sting of the green hornet. Ride with Britt Reed as he races toward another thrilling adventure. The green hornet strikes again. Hurry, Cato, we're out to break the pension racket. Yes, madam. Make your contribution now. We're campaigning for a special pension for everyone over 50. 
Mister, contribute to us, and you won't have to worry about your old age. Thank you. I'm using my influence at the state capitol personally. Turnbull's the name. Turnbull. Turnbull and I. There are many old age pension plans, but none like ours. I'm collecting money for the campaign. We need yours. Make your contributions now. There are many old age pension plans, but none like ours. Don't worry about your old age. A campaign to push old age pensions through the state legislature. Many plans, but none like ours. Contribute now. None like ours. Turnbull and Briggs, influence at the state capitol. Yeah, that's right. Lots of old age pension plans, but none like ours. What do you mean, Hurley? I'm through. No more collecting. Get someone else. You're a jip, Briggs. You and Turnbull. Hurley. If this is the way you talk after we were good enough to hire you as a collector for our campaign, you're fired. I quit. And that ain't all. That's enough. We're running a sincere campaign. Sincere, my foot. Sure, there's plenty of old age pension plans that's on the level, but not this one. You can't say that. I turned in 50 bucks for your campaign. 50 bucks from old folks who needed the dough plenty bad. I saw you this morning. You marked me down for 10 bucks brought in and uh, the two of you. Where does the other 40 go? Buck, come here. No wonder the Daily Sentinel's been after you. The Sentinel? They're sending a reporter over. I'll give him proof you're crooked, all right. Did you hear him, Buck? Yeah, boss, I heard. Now you're going to shoot your mouth off. Who are you? Buck is our special man, Hurley. He takes care of people who talk too much. People like you. You open your trap, you'll be six feet under. Wait, you can't do that. All I'm saying is don't talk and you won't get hurt. Do you understand, Hurley? I, I guess I was speaking out of turn, maybe. He understands. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I won't say nothing. Okay. Just remember that nothing will happen to you. Buck can be very tough, Hurley. Bear that in mind. You collect the money. How it's handled is our affair. I tell you, you don't have to worry. I ain't talking. Hey, which one of you guys is Hurley? What? Well, I'm looking for a man named Hurley. Girl at the desk said he was over here. You? No, my name's Turnbull. Uh, I'm the one you want. Well, that's fine, Mr. Hurley. Just a minute. What do you want him for? Oh, nothing special. Little private matter. Private? That's right. Come on outside and I'll treat you to sarsaparilla or something. You remember me, Hurley? That phone call this morning? Oh, that. I... I changed my mind. Oh, you must be that reporter from the Sentinel. Well, what's that got to do with it? Hurley made a mistake. What do you mean, mistake? We were going to discharge him. Uh, he, uh, he resented it and called your paper. You understand. A disgruntled employee and all that. All what? Come on, Hurley, let's get together. I'm staying it. here. Huh? Mr. Briggs is right. I, I have nothing to talk about. Exactly. Perfectly happy here, aren't you? Well, sure I am. Well, sure. Why, you... So that's how it is. Now, if you'll excuse us, we're very busy. This campaign takes a lot of work. We can't waste time. Last chance, Hurley. If that phone call was on the level, you and I have a lot to talk over. I told you once already. I ain't got nothing to talk about. Uh, if it was worthwhile, I'd poke you one. You're so scared already, you'd probably faint before I connected. <laughs> at me, boss. What's wrong, Laura? Stood up, that's what. Remember that phone call that came in this morning? Oh, a man named uh, Hurley? None other. He was going to give us a yarn on that phony campaign fund business. Oh, he did say something about it? Changed his mind. What? Sure. I went over there this afternoon. All he was handing out was the air. No story. Boss, we could put what he said in the weather report box and it would still be empty. It's too bad. I had hoped we'd get enough out of him to give us a start toward crushing this racket. You'll never prove it the racket by him. What went wrong? Why did he change his mind? The finger. What? Finger, boss. The spot. That guy was white as a sheet. 
I'll bet all the dough in the mint against what I got in my pocket, he, he was told not to talk or else. I see. All right, Laura, you try it anyhow. Well, thanks, boss, but they don't pay off on tries. All I hope is that I don't have to see that guy again. Not for a long time. Yes, Mr. Reed? Miss Case, a man named Hurley called this morning. Have we his name on the file just for the records? Yes, Mr. Reed, on my desk in the card index. Well, thank you. I'm going to use my private phone, see that no one comes in while I'm talking. If Hurley is afraid to talk, there's only one way to change his mind. He must be made afraid not to talk. Cato, we're taking a little ride tonight. Have everything ready. Yes, a little surprise visit. Soap in my eyes. Where's the washcloth? Here it is. What's that? Sounds like the doorbell. Can't hear with the shower running. Uh, somebody's always calling right when I'm in the shower, all the time. Okay, I'm coming. Wait till I get my bathrobe on. Cracking water all over the place. What do you want? I'm right in the middle of... Hello, Hurley. What? What are you doing here? Coming in. No, no, wait a minute. Move. I didn't talk. I didn't tell nobody nothing. So you was right in the middle of a shower. You didn't have to come here. I, I told Turnbull and Briggs I'd, I'd keep my mouth shut. Look here. Water all over the rug. Your footprints, Hurley. Don't stand here. Let go of my arm. We're going back in the bathroom, pal. You and me. I... Listen. What are you going to do? That's better. You shouldn't stand around like that. You might catch cold. I'm all right. I'm not cold. Why, you're shivering all over. Get back into that shower, pal. Stop it. Stop looking at me that way. Here, I'll turn it on. Let go of me. Let go. Shut up. I'll keep quiet. Honest. I'll keep quiet. I'll keep quiet. Lawrence, Mr. Bates? Someone left here as we came up, Cato. I wonder who it was calling on Hurley. We saw him, Mr. Bates. We stayed out of sight as that man came down the stairs, but something tells me we should have taken a good look at him. Now we're here to make Hurley talk, not to worry about strange visitors. Still no answer in yet. And the door's open inside, quickly. Lock the door. That's strange. Lights are on, the door open. Look, Mr. Bates. Yeah, wet footprints on the rug. Just beginning to dry out, but they're still distinct enough to see. Just a print of barefoot. One set of bare footprints leading to the front door and back. Another set, yeah. Shoe prints this time going just one way. Hmm. No trace of Hurley himself. Shower running. Huh? Yeah, shower is running. We can hear it even with the bathroom door closed. Hey, look, a trickle of water running out from underneath the bathroom door. Is something wrong? Something very peculiar going on here. You see these prints? Yes. They show that Hurley went to the door in the middle of his shower. Someone came in, went back to the bathroom with him, and then left. How can you tell that? But notice how the man wearing shoes left prints only from the bathroom to the front door. And they must have gotten wet in the bathroom. But where's Hurley? More water trickling under the bathroom door. We're going to see why that shower is still running. What's that? Hey, open the door. This is a cop on the bridge. Open the door. Police. We can't be found here, Cato. Not with my green hornet mask and gun. Here, get this window open. Move. Down the fire escape. Lucky we had the Black Beauty parked right below in this alley. Yes, sir. There's a mystery back in that apartment. We'll learn more about it tomorrow. But right now, it's more important for the green hornet to make himself scarce. <laughs> Thank you.
it, Casey. Bossing yet? For the tenth time, no. Oh, when he do? This is important. I've told you before, he's on his way down. Is it about the Hurley business you want to see him, Lowry? Tend to your knitting, will you, Axford? Holy crow, who's knitting? What gets me is what happened to Hurley. What's that, Lowry? What about Hurley? Haven't you heard? How could I? I just got here. He met with an accident, Mr. Reed. Surely he was taking a shower. What kind of an accident? Boss, Hurley's dead. You don't say. What's the matter? You don't even act surprised. Oh, yes, of course I'm surprised. It happened last night, Mr. Reed. So Hurley was murdered, eh? Suffering snakes, Reed. Your belfry's all woolly. Nobody said it was murder. Well, no, no one said so. I, I just assumed it, it wasn't murder, boss. Just an accident. An accident? You're all worked up about an accident? It's the coincidence of the thing that gets me, boss. That guy was scared stiff yesterday, afraid to talk. And right afterwards, he slips in the shower, smacks his head against the faucet, and wham, pinny. Come in my office, Lowry. I want to hear more about this, uh, this accident. Golly, Reed, I ain't coming too. Now, let's get this straight. You, you believe it was an accidental death, Lowry? Oh, it was mighty convenient. Yeah, my thought exactly. Uh, how, uh, uh, how was Hurley discovered? The, the lady downstairs from Hurley's place... Heard a loud thump, you see. As if uh, someone had been hit? She didn't pay much attention at the time. Then a little later, water started to leak through her ceiling. What did she do then? She was sort of scary, Reed. After recollecting that noise, she called the cop in the corner. He went up to have a look-see. And And he he found Hurley lying in the shower dead with the water running over. That's it. Golly, Reed. If I didn't know you was home in bed, I'd say you were there yourself. Whatever gave you that idea? Because that's just how it was. Oh, well, it's uh, it's not uh, difficult to reconstruct what happened. As soon as I heard it was Hurley, I hopped down there. You should have seen it, boss. Yeah, well, I, I wish I had. There were footprints all over the floor. Footprints on the... What, boss? Oh, nothing. Go on. What about the footprints? Don't tell me Hurley had been walking around in his wet feet. No, it wasn't Hurley. It wasn't? Well, what's the matter with you, Reed? The footprints were the cops and the people who came up from downstairs. The bathroom floor was wet, and they tracked the place up, that's all. In other words, if there uh, had been a murder, all the evidence was covered up. Well, how could it be murder if, if it was an accident? Well, Axford, lots of people slip in the bathtub, but why should it happen to this particular man and at this particular time? That's the way I feel, boss. Yet, from what you say, there's no evidence. Not a scrap. Who was with Hurley when you saw him yesterday afternoon? Well, you can't get anything that way, boss. Turnbull and Briggs, that's all. No one else? No. Mm, a couple others around the place, but no one threatening him? Whoever it was, the threats were all made before I got there. Lowry, keep after this. I was hoping you'd say that. There's nothing we can do about it now. Nothing nobody can do. Still, murder is a hard thing to cover up. It's just possible that this is a murder and that it isn't as foolproof as it seems. <laughs> That evening, Britt Reed returned to his apartment and told Cato of his predicament. Cato, you and I know that Hurley was murdered. That man we saw leaving those footprints on the floor, positive proof. Yes, Mr. Britt. Yet we can't tell the police what we know because that would mean the end of the Green Hornet. Why, Mr. Britt? The police would accept my word about those footprints even if they dried up at the time that officer forced his way into Hurley's place. But they'd want to know why I was there and why I left so secretly. No, Cato, an investigation is one thing we can't afford. What are we going to do? Hurley was murdered because certain people were afraid he'd talk. With him out of the way, Turnbull and Briggs can continue making a racket out of their old age pension plan. That's true. Get the mask and the gun, Cato. Only you and the Green Hornet know that murder was done. And it's up to the Green Hornet to solve that murder. The curtain falls on the first act of our Green Hornet adventure. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a moment.
now to continue our story. Britt Reed and Cato stepped through a secret panel in the rear of the clothes press, then along a narrow passageway built within the wall of the apartment house, down a flight of stairs until they stood in a supposedly abandoned building where the black beauty, the sleek, streamlined car of the Green Hornet was kept. Solved this murder and we smashed the racket Turnbull and Briggs have set up for themselves. Shall I drive, Mr. Bates? All we saw of the man who was at Hurley's place before us was his general outline. And that'll have to do. You take the wheel, Cato. We're after the names of the men who work for Turnbull and Briggs. Driving, Cato. Here's the office building. You follow me. There's a side entrance. I'll have to force it. Here, Mr. Bates? Yeah, this is it. Wait. The night elevator attendant. He's sitting where he can see whatever goes on. I see him. I have to get him out of the way without using gas. Too many people use this building, even at night. He can't take a chance on being trapped inside should someone discover him gassed. Yes, sir. You go around to the front entrance, Cato. Ring the night bell. Then get back to the car and stay there. Very well, Mr. Ring it good and loud. I want to be sure that night attendant goes all the way to the front, so I'll be inside before he returns. Leave those files alone, Briggs. I know what I'm doing. Hurley's dead. Getting his docket out of the files won't make any difference. It was an accident. How can we be sure nobody suspects? Don't be a fool. The police called it an accident. The newspapers called it an accident. Why make a fuss over nothing? The police have withheld evidence before. There was no evidence. It was fixed to look like an accident all the way. I'm playing safe. Suppose they come around asking questions. Nobody's asking questions that we can't answer. They might run across the files that show how we're keeping money for ourselves. Why take a chance? Okay, have your own way. If I'd had my way, Hurley would have been alive. He knew too much. The threat was always necessary to shut him up. We saw that yesterday. For how long? I don't like murder, Turnbull. It's dangerous. Get those files locked up. As long as Hurley was alive, we were heading for trouble. If I'd known you were going to... My orders it. were carried out. I saw fit to remove Hurley, so I had him removed. Now shut up and get busy. Late enough already. What the... Who's that? Who are you? Turned out the light. Look uh, out, Briggs. One side. Uh, here, let go. I want your payroll list. Where is it? I, I'm not... The, the payroll list. Let go my arm. You're... The payroll. Hurry. In the file. Top drawer. That's better. Now, join your pal on the floor. No. Before you do any phone calling, take a look at this door. No. My jaw. Where's the phone? Why didn't you stop him? Try stopping a whirlwind. You know who that was? Had my back turned. Saw him when he came in. That was the Green Hornet. The Green Hornet? Call the police. They'll take care of him. Yes, hurry. The Hornet. Ah, Turn on the lights. Can't see the dial. That's better. Don't call the police. Wait. Get away, you fool. No. Didn't you hear what he said as he left? What's that got to... Huh? What did he say? Something about the door. Look on the door. The door? I don't see anything. That paper wasn't stuck to the door before. Where? This. Why, that's nothing but part of a newspaper page. Turnbull, look at this. Here's that item about Hurley. It's circled in pencil. And the word accident... Crossed out. He's written murder in its place. Turnbull, we don't dare call the police. The Hornet's wise. Mr. Britt? I got the payroll record, Cato. Way down those stairs in Turnbull's office. You drive, Cato. I want to start checking these names. Fortunately, there aren't many. A racket like theirs needs very little overhead. Where are you going now? Three women. Bother with them. Here's Hurley. Death checks him off. That leaves one, two, four possibilities. 
Head for a phone, Cato. I'm getting in touch with those men right now. Leaving the Green Hornet mask and gun in the Black Beauty, Britt Reed made several phone calls to the men on the list. Finally, on his third call... Hello, is this Buck? Talking. Now listen, Buck, I just left the office. The heat's on. What are you talking about? I can't mention names over the phone. That uh, accident last night. You mean the cops know it wasn't an accident? Just sit tight. Stay where you are. We're coming right over. Listen, Turnbull. I ain't sticking around waiting for the cops to pick me up. You heard me. I'm giving the orders. Not anymore, you ain't. You two are in this just like me. I'm coming down to the office right now. I want protection and you're giving it. Be smart, Buck. Stay where you are. I'm coming down. The cops grab me. I want you guys around where I can see you. Just in case of a double cross, you get it? Suit yourself. That's what I'm doing. I'm on my way. Work late, huh, Mr. Turnbull? I was just thinking tonight. Then think. Don't talk. You know, there's some of those kids around. They'll do anything. Found the side door open, for instance. This elevator takes all day. Hey, uh, ground floor. You're the last tonight. Oh, gosh, there's somebody else ringing the front bell. Come along, Briggs. Wait, I got to open the door for you. Let the other man in. That's about time you... Hey, what is this? You guys ain't leaving. Buck, what are you doing here? Who are you kidding? I got the phone call. We didn't phone you. Sure you did about the job I pulled on Hurley. You said the cops was wise that it was Shut up, you fool. You. Me, Mr. Turnbull? Get back to your elevator where you belong. Oh, sure, sure. You didn't call me. Who did? What's been going on tonight, Turnbull? You think this may be more of the same? Well, do the cops know or don't they? Back inside. You. Say, who is this lunch? The Green Hornet. What? I'm the one who called you back. On the phone? You came here. I had other plans, but your office will do just as well, Turnbull. What's the matter with you, Buck? Go after it him. It wouldn't be wise. He's got a gun, boss. Never side you. You're covered there, too. Who could that... Came up like a cat. Not a sound. March. You first, Turnbull. All right. Don't think you're getting away with anything, Hornet. What you're getting away with concerns me more. Does this guy know? We'll talk about that when we get upstairs. You can't blackmail us. Say, I thought you gentlemen were gone for the night. I didn't think it... A stick-up! One side, in the elevator. No! Get in, the three of you. Hey, you can't do that. Private property. You're staying here. I'll run the elevator myself. No, wait. Take it! You, you shot him. Only gas. He'll be out for an hour. Time for us to have a nice long talk. And by the time we're through, we'll know where we stand. Now, listen, Lowry. Will you stop hopping on that hurry accident? How do you know it was an accident? Because I know it. Sure as my name's Doyle. Uh, Suffering snakes, Doyle. Lowry was only asking you a civil question. And I answered it. Now shut up and let me answer the phone. Hello? Hello? I'm at the police station. Police! What's up? Green's hand building. A man in a mask tried to gas me. But the elevator door's closed. But... Speak up. I can't hear you. What man in what mask? The night attendant at the Green's hand building. Come down. Hurry. <coughs> What's the matter with you, man? What's the excitement, Doyle? This guy on the phone. He must have passed out for a minute. Hey, hey. I'm all right now. Yeah, go ahead. Is it something? A fellow in a green mask. He had a gun and would have gassed me. Only the uh, outside elevator door closed first. You say he would have gassed you only the outside elevator door closed first? A man in a green mask, eh? Green mask? Wait, holy cow, that's a green hornet. Yeah, I hear you. Up on the fifth floor. We'll be there. It's him, all right. Up at a skyscraper on the fifth floor. What are we waiting for? Glory be. It looks like we're after getting the green hornet at last. (laughs) 
right, Hornet. You know the whole setup. What do you set it for? Well, let's get out of this office. No hurry, Buck. Nobody knows we're here except the night attendant downstairs, and he's gassed. Why waste time? Get to the point, Hornet. A crook like you doesn't bother with something unless you have an angle. I have. Well, what are you looking at me for? Turnville, do you realize the spot you're in? This racket can support all of us, Hornet. I'm talking about Buck. Me? He's a murderer, Turnbull. Murderers are dangerous. I still don't see Suppose what Suppose you... the police pick him up for any reason. It doesn't matter whether it's for this particular job or not. They'll work over him. They'll make him talk. Hey, what does that mean? He might let something slip about Harley, even if he didn't mean to. Why, you're suggesting... I'm not doing business until you get rid of him. Your accomplice. Getting impatient, Hornet. This is the only door. You think over what I've just said while I'm outside. There ain't nothing to argue about. What is it, Cato? It's the bed. The police. Police, where? They just came. I saw from the window. Oh, they're downstairs. It's a tight spot, Cato. How do they find out we were here? I don't know, Mr. Bed. Cato, get into that elevator. I jammed the door open on this floor so it wouldn't run. It's our only chance. If you hear the police before I join you, don't wait. Save yourself. No, Mr. Bed. Do as I say, Cato. Get into that elevator. But I will not leave no you. Time to argue. Pray that I'm joining you soon. What did he want? Now listen, Hornet. Nobody bumps me off. Not while I'm I'm tired of talk. From now on, I'm taking charge. Look out the gun. This is for you, too. You guess I... <coughs> What's oh. the meaning in it? <coughs> Now, you, Buck. Get going. You're gone screwy. First you're against me, and then you... Get out this door. Get going. Into the elevator. I haven't changed my mind, Buck. You're going to be taken care of. Well taken care of. Now, close the doors. No, no, you can't. You can't do it. Now, listen, Hornet. Indicator, Doyle. That elevator's starting down. That's what I told you. He had it up there jammed so I couldn't bring it down. I sent some of them in upstairs. They'll cover the fifth floor. Suffering snakes. If the green harnet's in this elevator, we got him hands down. Sure, he don't know we're waiting. He'll open them doors and step right into our arms. Look, it's coming to the first floor. Get ready. We'll settle with you in just a few minutes, bud. Holy crow, he's talking to somebody. Quiet. Now listen, Hornet. I won't tell nobody I bumped Hurley off. You can trust me. Did he say Hurley? I trust nobody, especially a rat like you. I tell you, it was Turnbull's idea. Him and Briggs, they, they, they give me my order. And I'm giving you this. I don't hear nothing. Why don't he open the door? Holy crow, look at that. The elevator's moving again. It's going on down to the basement. If he gets away now, I'll... Quick, how do we get to the basement? This way. Step on it. Keep your gun handy. We'll get him. This way, around the corner. There's the elevator. Sure, with the door wide open and no green hornet. Who's this guy? He's out cold. Here's where we got out through the coal chute. That guy thinks of everything. And he leaves a murderer behind for Dave to put the cuffs on. Murderer? Sure, this guy murdered Hurley. We heard it all through the door. And Turnbull and his pal are in it, too. Say, that's right. We did hear him confess, didn't we? Well, you got to say one thing for the hornet. He may get away himself, but he always leaves somebody around for the cops.
The story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Green Hornet Incorporated. The situations and characters depicted in this drama are fictitious. Any similarity to actual persons or events of the past or present is coincidental. You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. You know, I really hate when older folks are taken advantage of. I mean, scammers do it all the time. That's their target demographic. Many of them don't know any better. Now, if you're an older person, it's really important to educate yourself about what kind of means scammers use to get your money. Oh, and uh, 50 is not old folks. In my 20s, perhaps, I would have thought it was old folks, but considering I'm less than four years away, it's not old. And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. This program can be heard on Spotify, Apple, or Google Podcast. We are also on Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Pandora, or by listening right from our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com. If you enjoy our program, please make sure you rate and review wherever you listen to this podcast. If you would like to help support this show, you can do so by visiting our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com and clicking on the support button. Tomorrow we'll play a new episode of My Favorite Husband starring Lucille Ball and join us back next Monday for some more with The Green Hornet. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny signing off.